Hey guys, welcome to the Life of a Wee podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm joined by the homie Nikki. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Nikki and in this podcast we talk about everything that goes on within the life of a weeb. Any anime related news, nerdy, you name it. So, uh, why don't we, why don't we get this week started and Tommy, start us off please. Okay. Let's kick off this week with the ever-present Pokemon news. Some of you may have seen some startling news articles talking about how Target and Walmart have suspended the sale of Pokemon cards. This seems to have stemmed from a Twitter called at Nintendio, who had posted a picture from Target in front of where the cards should be that said, To ensure the safety of our guests and team members, effective May 14th, MLB, NFL, NBA, and Pokemon trading cards will no longer be sold in stores until further notice. This is not that surprising considering the uptick uptick in interest in collecting trading cards again. However, with the demand rising, so has the presence of scalpers as well as just bad behavior from customers. Vice even reported that a fight related to trading cards happened in Wisconsin which led to a gun being pulled out. Thankfully, the gun was not shut off, so no one was injured. There was also a report that last month in Maine that upwards of $20,000 worth of sporting trade, sport, sporting, sport, sports trading cards were stolen. English Sorry, guys. hard. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> no, I, I have that tendency where I see two words together and I know what I'm going to say next, but I combine, combine the words into it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> uh, there have been similar notices posted on various Facebook groups and online online of other stores that have placed signs around noting that they will no longer be stocking certain trading cards until further direction from management. However, it doesn't seem like this is a permanent thing. According to a Walmart spokesperson, they have not suspended. Did you hear that? Yes, Ascendant, I thought you just like knocked into the desk or something. No, I, I was trying to figure out where that... It sounded like a bomb or something. A bomb? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just like, boom! And I was just like, that's how I turned my head and I looked around and I was like, nothing fell. The fuck was that? Anyways, uh, I guess I'll just keep that into it so I don't have to edit it out. Uh, where did I get lost <laughs> at, though? Uh, According uh, anyways, to a Walmart. According to a Walmart spokesperson, they have not suspended the sale of trading cards, and they are determining what changes. Should there need to be any? That me- that Wow. They need to take to make sure that the shopping experience of every customer is safe and enjoyable. We're not entirely sure if the suspension of sales or trading cards will be at specific locations or every location. However, you will still be able to buy the cards from their online stores if they're not available in store from what info can be gathered. And funny thing that you brought this up, I was at Target over the weekend. That section, completely empty. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like Uh. they had, it it was funny because like, specifically those. God, shop cart! Fuck, we know you got a small pee-pee. Okay, so like there's um, the, the whole section that is like a full-on section at my local Target that has all the cards, right? Literally, the ones that you mentioned were empty. And then there's Yu-Gi-Oh cards and Magic the Gathering. <laughs> and I was like, damn, <laughs> sucks. Yeah, so like I've heard like contradicting things, so I'm not really sure like 
if it's going like across the board or if it's being determined store by store and like maybe the the area that you live in might determine it i don't know yeah i mean they probably i bet you they looked up like oh where is the most sales at for these items and so they're like "Eh, we're gonna start limiting it because i know the one that the one that i have here they have a sign that says you're like only allowed to buy like one per person kind of thing so uh i i have been going into target uh pretty often recently however Mm -hmm. it has mostly just been while i was like on lunch so i just ran in grabbed something to eat real quick and ran out Mm -hmm. but um i need to buy some stuff from uh some like groceries and stuff so next time i go in i'll I'll run by that section and see if that's happening here because I live in a like as I've stated before I live currently in a predominantly white area so uh the the nerdy community out here has never been very big ah because it's mostly I've encountered more jocks than nerds I can like, see that. Like sporty, <laughs> outdoorsy people. So, but it's mostly like it's mostly like football people. But it's like college football, not even like NFL. Uh, oh yeah, because yeah, because yeah, we have yeah, no, that uh, we right. have the University of Alabama like right down the street. It, so. Yeah, that that's why I was like, oh yeah. Well, yeah. What's your guys' NFL team? Bitch, I don't do you know. do you guys have one? I don't know. I honestly don't, I don't know. pay attention to the NFL. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a sports I, person. I, I'm <laughs> not either. You are asking but... the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Let's, let's ask Google. <laughs> oh, let's see. All right. Go. Go for it. Go for it. Let's see. Nope. Uh, hmm. Alabama does not have an NFL team. Ah. Oh, well then. At least it uh, it doesn't look like it. Alabama <laughs> is the second most populous U.S. state without a major professional sports league franchise. Yep. So we do not have an NFL team. We have Alabama Crimson Tide, which is a college team. Nice. Um, we also have Auburn, uh, the Auburn Tigers. But you know, um, here in my town. It's mostly UA. Like, it's Roll Tide all the way. Roll Tide till I die type of beat. Sounds like some some gang shit. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, speaking of gang shit, I actually saw someone... I, I actually saw a post that said something like, if you think about it, frats, like fraternities and stuff, those are white gangs. I... Did not let, even let think that of that. Let sink in for a second. It, it, it because they have like now. they have initiations, they have hazings, they have all of this, but instead of being called a gang, they're called fraternities. Dang, I didn't even think about that. That is. So you're saying <laughs> all those uh, nerdy fraternities? They're like gang. They're nerdy gangs. Not the nerdy ones. <laughs> why not why can't they be a gang 
And it's like, you're hazy. I mean, if you, you have to solve of, this mean, math problem. I mean, if you problem. think about, like, the stereotypical fraternity, somebody, somebody was just equating, it was just supposed equating, uh, because you always hear, like, black gangs, Hispanic gangs, Asian gangs, but never mm-hmm. white gangs. And then somebody was like, think about it. What are white fraternities? That's some they mind-blowing shit right type here. Shit. They do gang-type shit, minus, you know, like, a lot of the shooting-type violence that yeah. some gangs do. It's like, never mind, I'm not gonna talk about gang, I mean, fraternity initiations and stuff. I was about to say some shit, but nah. Were you in a fraternity? Yes, was I? Oh, oh I don't know. Can you imagine <laughs> me? Not... <laughs> no. Well, you grew up in California, so. Oh wait, 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 wait! What is that I supposed could, to I be? could see you it, because I'm so used to there being white fraternities and only white fraternities that I forget that there are Asian fraternities as well and yeah, sororities. Yeah, yeah. So, so, do you think I, I was part of one? I have no idea. <laughs> nah, Probably. Cool. No, I, uh, fortunately, I did not. I remember back in my freshman year, though, there was this, um, there was one frat that wanted me to rush, and then there was a Filipino frat that wanted me to rush, and I was like, ah, uh, let's go check out the first party. So we went to the first party. It was chill, and then after I was like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> was like, it was whack. No, it's just I'm or not a fraternity not kind of person. Like, there was an engineering one, and I was super tempted to do it because, you know, it's good for the resume, blah, 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 your profile bullshit. And then I was like, you know, it's not for me. I I don't think I could be uh, labeled to a group like, these are your brothers. You guys will always be bound, kind of, you know, like, it's cool and all, but I I would prefer joining an anime club. I'd be like, these are my brothers. And Whenever I saw <laughs> stuff like that, I was like, why does this sound like low-key cult shit? It practically is. I don't exactly, know. <laughs> right? That's why I was yeah. always just like on the edge of like, I, like, when I was growing up, I was like, I mean, I had, like, I mean, I didn't expect to like actually graduate high school, but I was thinking about like college and stuff. I was like, if I actually went to college, I don't think I could ever be in a sorority. Nikki just in the, a sorority. Just the thought of a sorority, like, it annoyed me. <laughs> like, nah, I, I really can't. I'm, like, thinking really hard about it, and I'm like, I actually can't. I legit can't. Right? Just based on my personality. Yeah. Like, I, I just, based on my personality, I don't think I would mesh well with sorority girls and yet you think i can because i feel like you are able to adapt to many different types of people i feel like you can adapt well that's fair yeah like i mean really i mean it's not a good thing to be honest it's it's a double-edged sword for sure it it really is it's like who are you at that point you know it's like you you kind of not true to yourself almost because you're always adapting to certain situations but 
at the same However, time. However, it's, like, it's it's good thing, you know, you could hang out with anyone and it's like okay. Yeah. But I mean, I also feel like it takes like a level of self-awareness to be able to do so as well. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like I feel like you're still able to be true to yourself, but you know when the situation calls for adaptability. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, the only sorority girl that I know is a sorority girl that I can get along with is Queen Bean Devin. Yeah, she doesn't act like it. That's she why. does not act like a sorority girl. Yeah, at least yeah. not when we hang out. But uh, then again, I, we also we when we all hang out, we're just like full on weeb mode. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss Devin. I miss you guys. I know it's been too long. Soon, soon, soon. Sooner soon. for y'all than for me. <laughs> I know. Tyler just came out here. I know. He just got back. I was, I was going to text him and be like, hey, so we're going to hang out now? Or can we hang out now since you got your shots? Can we just... I don't know. That's okay. And you That's got okay. your shots too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, last yep. month. I am still waiting for my second dose. My oh, second dose shit. is on the 7th. Sixth oh, or seventh. Shit. Can't uh, I can't wait. Yo, nice. actually somebody uh posted a picture in reply to my tweet. Um uh-huh. and it was like I'll I'll send you the screenshot later, but it was like some it was just a picture. They didn't type any words or anything. And it was like a carton of like eggs that had like been busted open and they looked kinda spoiled. I don't know what they were trying to say. Uh if they were trying to make the uh, infertile argument through a picture, I'm like, bro, <laughs> I don't. You're not. You're not selling me on the fact that I shouldn't have gotten it or anything. <laughs> I I don't. My immediate reaction was just like, ew, what the fuck? <laughs> Block. <laughs> Cause like the fact that they just posted like a random ass picture. And they didn't make any commentary. I knew there was negative connotation to the picture. And they were trying to be negative in some form. But I don't understand what they were trying to say exactly. So I was just very confused. No, that is weird. Yeah, it was very weird. But anyway, um, moving on. This is still just as weird. But, um, it's not quite anime news, but it's still kind of, like, loosely related to anime, and I I mean, I mean very, very loosely, but I thought it was really cool, so, uh, I wanted to include it. And it actually has to deal with coronavirus a little bit, too. Oh. Funny enough. So, uh... A team of researchers from Tokyo Medical and Dental University recently published a study showing that oxygen-carrying liquid can be used as an, as an alternative respiratory treatment on mice and pigs. The alternative part of this news, however, comes in with how this treatment is delivered to the quote-unquote patient. Um, this treatment would be delivered through, um, the anus. Nice. Yep. You heard that right. The anus. Or your bum hole. 
So if you don't nice. know, if you don't know, your bum hole is called an anus scientifically. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's probably a more scientific name than that, but possibly. But I wouldn't know because I am not in the medical field. I do not study medicine. I am not a medical expert. So I have very little understanding of how this all actually works. But still, I thought it was cool. Um, so this technique would be called the EVA method, which stands for internal ventilation via anus. And this was inspired by... <laughs> this was inspired by how EVA pilots from Evangelion breathe inside their mech suits. However, oxygen absorption through intestines is commonly commonly used by loaches and creatures similar to loaches. The researchers combined oxygen to a... Hold on. Let me try and sound smart. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to sound smart. Um, wow. <laughs> I never sound smart. I definitely always sound like I have one shared brain cell. Um, perfluorochemical. They combined it with a perfluorochemical, which is a compound with a high capacity to absorb gases and they injected that into oxygen deprived mammals. The procedure was successful enough and boosted the blood oxygen level up and up in their subjects enough for Takenori Takebe to not only launch a startup named Eva Therapeutics Inc., but also get his and the other researchers study published in Med, a monthly journal published by Cell Press, who also publish other um, journals such as, I believe, like Cell and Jules and a few other scientific journals. Um, I, I like briefly looked on their site because I wanted to look into the, I wanted to look into the study a little bit um I didn't understand any of it so I did not <laughs> I did not uh, include anything from the medical from the study in in this so I tried but I am not smart enough to make heads or tails of it I'm sorry um there were a lot of there were a lot of uh, numbers and scientific do you, stuff. Do you have a link for it? I do. I do can you have... link me? I wanna, I wanna check it out. Okay. Or I can link it to in the in the description so everyone else can check it out too. Yes. Um, but the title of it is um, Mammalian Internal Ventilation. You know what? Never mind. I'm not gonna continue reading the title of that because I just encountered a word that I have no idea how to pronounce. Yeah, just just pass the article. So, um, I'll check it out separately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, one shared brain cell. That's all I got. Um, Tommy, I am sending you the link via Discord. Okay, got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, there's some pictures. There's some nice pictures that I that oh. I looked at. Nice. There's some nice pictures here. 
I see yes. you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but continuing on, um, the procedure was successful enough for them to get it published. They're hoping to start clinical trials as early as next year, but the safety of humans still needs to be evaluated. For the use of it on humans still needs to be evaluated. Uh, however, Takebe has really stressed that there needs to be an alternative way of treating respiratory problems, especially considering that there had been a lack of ventilators due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, and funny enough, the voice actress of Shinji Megami Ogata even took to Twitter to comment on this study, saying, Taking LCL through the anus. I've never done anything like that before. What's going on, father? Misato-san? Will the EVA method, will the EVA method save us from coronavirus? It's a bit different from, it's a bit of a different form from what one would expect, but still amazing. Um, that's obviously a translation. However, I'm not entirely sure who was the original translator of that tweet. This is definitely a very interesting subject because, yeah, after realizing that we could have, that we were capable of having a ventilator shortage, I really hope that this speeds up um, people's, or at least the science communities, the medical science community's efforts in um taking this study further yeah because there was such a mass shortage of ventilators there's no telling how many lives could have potentially been saved but couldn't because we didn't have enough ventilators yeah well hopefully like at least this is like the start of some new technology and stuff and yeah. it'll save lives in the future. Yeah. And if people don't want a respirator and they want to shove something up their butt, there you go. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's it it just it kind of sucks how much we ended up realizing. It it's it's amazing that it took a pandemic for us to realize a lot of stuff that's wrong in the not just in America but in the world. Although. America has always been a shit storm, so we're just like we've just constantly been a <laughs> burning pile of shit. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it it always takes like the it always takes struggle and problems and stuff in order to figure out like the true issues, right? So yeah, or like the severity of them because sometimes mm -hmm. they don't seem as severe as they are until it gets even more severe or like it hits the absolute breaking point exactly which again sucks but um that's actually all of the news that we have for today because this week's story time when i just i saw the title and i was like this seems interesting and, oh my god, I just read it. Yeah, it seems totally interesting. And I figured that we might be able to get some good talking points out of this. So I have not read it, like the entirety of it, but um, I pasted it from... I got it from uh, 
the subreddit Weeaboo Tales per usual because <coughs> nobody has sent in any stories yet. So, um, again, if you guys want to send us any of your cringy Weeaboo stories that you have, that you have done or you have witnessed, please feel free to send them over to our email at thelifeofaweeb at gmail.com. Yes, so, please. Uh, so we can share, we can share it on the podcast. But anyway, that's going to be the end of the news because uh, after I posted this story to our uh, outline, I realized this is kind of a long story. So I'm just going to let Tommy go ahead and take that over. Okay, so the story is called, or well, the article or post, whatever. It's called The Most Desperate Weeb Guy Found a Japanese Girlfriend and It Makes Me Worried and Angry. That's, <laughs> that's a mouthful there. Uh, it's submitted by the username VitaMoon or VitaMoon392, as Nikki said on Weeboo Tales. So this is how the story... Wait, hold on, hold on before I... Oh, she's not kidding. Okay, so the story is long. So prepare, guys, grab a snack, whatever you're doing, just chill out and listen to this long-ass story. All right. First, let me paint a picture of this person. Hmm, let's just call him Gary. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. That's Are you funny. thinking of Pokemon? I did not, actually. I was thinking of um, Spongebob. <laughs> Gary! <laughs> I love how okay. our brains go in two totally different directions. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that means we're not the same. We're different. Um, but yeah, anyways. He, uh, Gary was desperate for a relationship. But not just any relationship. He was desperate for a relationship with a Japanese woman. He told our mutual friend that his future wife had to be Japanese, period. Anything else would not do. And in every Japanese woman he met, including me for a while, he saw a potential girlfriend. The fact that he would pursue anyone, no matter their type or hobbies, as long as she was Japanese, is so shallow, it makes me want to bang my head into a wall. Okay, so we have gathered so far from that um, the user is a Japanese girl, or at least an the, Asian Yeah, the user girl. who wrote it, yeah. So, this ought to be interesting. I'm scared. That title scared me. It's going to okay. be interesting. Now, now the local university has a number of language exchange students every year, most of whom are girls around the age of 20. Gary is in his 30s and still not finished with his studies for some reason. I'm not sure what he's majoring in, but he's learning Japanese for around 8 years or so, so he's a decent speaker, in theory at least. Then there's a couple of half-Japanese people who live here permanently, including me and our friends. So there's sort of fluctuating community, though not so much recently due to COVID, that is generally very open to everyone who wants to learn or practice practice their Japanese. I guess you might call a lot of the, <laughs> I guess you might call a lot of people there weebs, but honestly, I don't mind this much as long as they are sincere and open-minded. But hopefully you'll come to understand why I'm worried about our Gary. Like you may have guessed already, Gary is the type of person who would always look for a language exchange partner and then pursue her romantically. 
Yes, indeed, many of the Japanese students who come here are also secretly hoping to find a foreign boyfriend. But let's just say their ideals and Gary don't quite match up. Gary is also have. Oh, wait, oh, let me redo that.、Uh, Gary also has never been to Japan. But he's a big fan of Japanese idol groups. And even though he is, in theory, has a decent command of the Japanese language and has had a lot of contact to Japanese people, he still doesn't get that. For example, things like irony and sarcasm often work differently. Like in Japanese, you wouldn't usually say, Wow, that's just great, when something is pissing you off, but he doesn't get that. And then the exchange students are puzzled, but he doesn't pick up on it, and so on. Yeah, all right his, there? His social skills aren't that great. Oh. I can tell already. Yeah. He, he might be on the spectrum, potentially.、Oh. He might be on the spectrum if he's not good at picking up、uh, social cues very well. Yeah. Or he's, <laughs> or he's just like, or he just doesn't care. I don't know. I don't know. Okay.、Uh- Gary is also the type of guy, well, I don't know if incel is the right word to use here, or the friend zone guy, or something. He's generally an agreeable person, but always has ulterior motives. He won't just go and ask someone out straight away, no. He'll maneuver himself in the general vicinity of his target and spend time with her, befriend her, and hope that this somehow leads into a romantic relationship. He did the same thing to me. But then I got into a relationship with someone else, and suddenly he was no longer interested. Then he avoided my boyfriend for some reason. Gary was also dating, that is, doing language exchange, but to him it was like dating. A Japanese student who was on exchange for a year, and, then, and when she got into a relationship with someone else, Gary got mad at her boyfriend and hated him for, quote, stealing her. He didn't even say that openly, but well, word gets around. You can probably imagine what this passively aggressive romantic behavior can be uncomfortable when he's targeting you. This is even exacerbated for many Japanese girls because, like I described earlier, subtitle, wait, sub, sub, subtleties. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to say subtitles, god damn it. The weeb is strong. It's, it's so strong right now. Yeah, the weeb was, the weeb was really coming out there. <laughs> Yeah, I. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I should have said no subtitle. The, you can't escape the weeb. I know. Okay, where I did、tried. I lose that? Trust me, I tried. It, it only lasted a few years. <laughs> it dragged me right back in. That's what happens, dude. It's like, it's, it's the, you know, the drug. It's the drug that we need. That's not a drug. But it could it be a drug. It's pretty addictive. It is. Anyway.、Uh, anyway. Subtleties. subtleties. <laughs> yeah. Subtleties usually escape Gary, and the girls, on the other hand, aren't used to being straightforward enough to tell Gary no in a way he understands. Anyhow, he never had a girlfriend or even actually dated someone in a couple years that I've known him. This year, due to COVID, there are hardly any exchange students here. So it seems like Gary has changed his strategy. He's been posting in Japanese on social media, and his hashtags made it very clear that he was looking for a girlfriend. Some of these posts are rather painful to read. 
Let's just say he was opting for pity. Perhaps I might even have felt some pity for this person who's alone and in need of a partner, if it weren't for the fact that at the time, at the same time, he's not helping the situation by not even considering any non-Japanese women. And now, well, he's finally found someone. I haven't met her as I've only heard of it through social media, but she now lives with him, and he posts about it on social media in his broken Japanese. She also apparently moved here from Japan. I tried to not disclose where here exactly is, even though the whole COVID situation. I sus- suspect he'll from now on stay away from my circle of friends because he's never been there for friendship or community, anyways. I know I shouldn't care, but for some reason it pisses me off to no end that this insincere guy has managed to find someone online and talked her into being his girlfriend. That's the only way I can imagine it happened. From his posts on social media, I can infer that they haven't known each other for very long. White guys are sometimes accused of having a yellow fever when they prefer Asian women, but many Japanese women have a sort of white fever as well. They know Caucasians from TV or maybe their English teacher, and they'll have a very skewed perception of what counts as attractive and what to expect from a guy, or they'll just think it's cool and cosmopolitan to date a white guy. Gary's girlfriend is either that type or she's hopelessly naive, or both. If I met her, I'd want to ask, so what do you like about Gary, in just the right tone to let her know what I'm thinking. But then again. I probably wouldn't really do that because I'm not so spiteful that I'd work to destroy someone's relationship. But even though I know it's despicable of me, I hope the relationship fails, just so Gary has to realize that a relationship is about two real people and their respective personalities, and that this his ideal partner, being quote any Japanese girl, is so horrible, horrible, horrible. Oh, she edited this apart apparently. Edit. I'll elaborate a little bit on why all of this is making me uncomfortable. Another thing I forgot to mention is how possessive he was of his female language exchange partners. Like he would actively try to avoid other common friends while he was on a date in his mind with her. Now, over the years, I've seen numerous relationships form between exchange students and local people, and usually I'm in support of that. However, what I don't like is when people seem to see the community like a dating site, which becomes useless once you have a partner. Possessiveness people, possessiveness. Wow, possessive people are like this. They'll be afraid of their partner having contact to anyone else. As one of the comments pointed out, Gary's girlfriend is bound to notice he's an outlier at some point, and I'm sure Gary knows that too. So Gary is exactly the type of person who will try to keep her socially isolated as much as he can. Wow, what a guy! Yeah. Oh man, I feel for I feel for the op man because I get it. I I get it. Wait, being that guy? No, the op. Yellow fever? No, I'm just. Kidding. I mean, I I understand how someone with yellow fever feels like i'm sure you've experienced it to some extent but like as a but like as a asian girl and the fact that it's just it's gross the the it's so gross and he could have saved himself at least a little bit i mean 
it's pretty obvious what he's doing, but like if he had <laughs> if he had been open to like any girl, but no, he had to he had to like put the final nail in the coffin by making his uh preference specifically Japanese, Japanese only. Loki kind of racist, isn't it? Uh, is it? But though? it's definitely what, what makes it I don't racist know. though. I, I don't think know. it's just he has a preference, I guess. It's I don't but think people, it's entirely people have a bad been That's it's a very it's a very um that's a very touchy subject. Like it's a very thin line because like people have been uh People, this is the race part has been a very um the race preference in dating has been a very argued about subject yeah no i i know what you mean but i feel okay however it is definitely very fetishy for sure yeah this is definitely a case of him fetishizing uh japanese women specifically because he's a weeb um, maybe not necessarily because he's a weeb, because it doesn't really sound like he's, he's, like, a typical weeaboo, but, like, at least, like, given, given the, given the description that we're given, um, it seems like he's just, like, because we don't know what his hobbies are outside of, like, the language, because she didn't really go into, like, any of his like hobbies and stuff other than yeah Japanese language learning uh, yeah i feel like there's a lot of the story that would have helped understanding the situation more but it, she did, she probably doesn't know so she she did know. a really good job at at uh at laying the story out as well as she could yeah yeah but i i definitely do um i definitely do understand why she's mad because he does seem really insincere and the fact that he that she suspects that um he would be the type of person to probably isolate his girlfriend mm-hmm. it makes him seem like he's a very manipulative emotionally abusive or like mentally abusive type of person because like that is to to isolate your significant other from uh contact with other human beings that's a very mm-hmm. that's a very toxic trait that's a very abusive yeah. toxic trait so um if you're if you're doing that you might you might want to reevaluate yourself <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit um it's okay for your significant other to have friends same or different gender it is possible for guys and girls to be friends with zero attraction to each other oh yeah definitely i mean look look at us we are not attracted to each other he has a whole ass girlfriend that have and y'all have been together for how long now it's it's been a long time it's like 10 years only yeah and i am single but i i'm not i have not been attracted to tommy <laughs> tommy's not my type yeah i'm too i'm too wild and okay <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
But I do, I do really enjoy his friendship. Thank you, likewise. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And I appreciate your friendship. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, hell friendship yeah. Friendship forever. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I, think, I think we have like a pretty solid group of friends that have like a really good mutual respect for each other. Both, yeah, no, that's, that sounds right. Both male and female, like our group is pretty is pretty mixed, which is a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, that was a very long story. So, to wrap up that story, um, yeah, don't don't be Gary. If don't, you find don't yourself, don't be a Gary. <laughs> don't be a Gary. If you find yourself doing, <laughs> if you find, <laughs> I am sorry to anybody named Gary. Um, listening to Sorry. this. Uh, <laughs> I have a friend named Gary. Unless you were the Sorry, Gary, Gary that she was writing about. Bro. If the, if you were that Gary, bro. Bro, you, you need to reevaluate. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes. Don't be like the Gary in this story. Um, if you find yourself doing any of these things like Gary, then you may need to reevaluate. Um, because there's nothing wrong with, uh, liking Japan or, oh, it said that he's a big fan of Japanese idol groups. I just, I just read that. Oh, there you go. Okay. But also, anyway, um, so there's nothing wrong with learning Japanese or enjoying Japanese things. Um, but there's a very thin line between, just always keep in mind, there's a very thin line between appropriation, appropriation appreciation and also fetishization so keep all of those things in mind please Mm -hmm. uh and so with that we are going to move on to our we word of the day um last week it was goshujin sama and i said that i would do the alternative word um for females uh, this week which is ojo sama um and per tanoshijapanese.com, uh, it is term for respect, a term of respect for another's daughter, or it can mean daughter of a high class family. Um, some examples of like an ojo-sama type of character or like personality would be like Satsuki Kuruin from Kill a Kill. Irina Nakiri from Food Wars, Renge Hoshakuji, Hoshakuji, Hoshakuji. I forget how to pronounce her last name because usually I just hear Renge and I'm like that fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from Oran High School Host Club, um, she she pissed me off so much. Oh my god, she pissed me off so much in Oran. Anyway, um, some other a couple more. <laughs> Examples would be Mine Nakahara from The Wallflower and Ojol from Please Tell Me Garuko-chan, which I still need to watch because I love me some gals. Same here. But, yeah. Uh, So, it's very, they're very kind of just like, they have like that high class or like upper class type of attitude or like they kind of like hold themselves higher than like a a normal quote-unquote normal uh person you know 
um, it's hard for me to relate to those type of characters, you know, because I am yeah. very much not. I can't, so I can't relate to them. And I'm just like, I don't think I could ever act like that type of character. But they definitely seem almost like borderline, almost arara type of characters, you know? I, I could see that. Yeah, maybe. I feel like they could easily, like, toe into that, like, kind of, like, you know, test the waters with that. Yeah. I could see a few potential characters doing that. But anyway, um, so your new word for this week is Ojosama. Keep it in your head. Remember it. And let's move on to uh, our brands for this week. What you got for us, Tommy? So I have a bunch of stuff that I just didn't stop typing. And so I realized I actually put a lot on here. So let's just get in on this, guys. All right. Let's yeah. Go. Gum and Gang is releasing a... Wow. Why, why was I really loud about that? Gum and Gang is releasing a peeker today of their two mascots with some tentacles. And this sticker is in black and white while like the t- tentacles and stuff is in glitter. So it's pretty dope as fuck. Um, next, we got Atsuko. They dropped some new anime slides where they have some like Berserk ones or some Cowboy Bebop ones, some Yu Yu Hakusho ones, Gundam and more. So perfect for that pool beach episodes if you feel me. So check it out. Dumb Good dropped a new Mega Man capsule in their shop. It features a couple t-shirts and a dead cap. So if you guys are fans of the OG Mega Man, not the new Mega Man, but the old one worth checking out next we got angel type they redropped some of their popular items such as their evangelion or their fate rugs and a bunch of like different flags and banners and crap and if you're into that shit check them out uh next we got peachy shop this one is completely new it was actually an ad that popped up but then they seem pretty solid so i'm gonna mention it here in the podcast so peachy shop they release a dark moon box where it includes this ita jacket of your choice but let me describe this jacket. I know I describe it later, but I'm gonna. It's pretty fucking cool. So the jacket is a pink jacket with moons printed on the sleeves, like different like moon formations, and then on the like top center in the back, it shows like it says "dark moon" in this like edgy font, which is kind of cool. And then right in the middle, though, it's a crescent moon, but it's like an Ita bag, so it's like clear. So I don't know. That's fucking cool, but. Yeah, that jacket's fucking cool. Anyways, um, besides the jacket in this box, it comes with a small eclipse sticker, a glitter heat badge, a sparkly eclipse keychain, and a big glossy glitter eclipse sticker. Wow, that's a mouthful. So if you guys are interested in checking this out, check out Peachy Shop with two... It goes I, P-E-A-C-H-I-I-E. That's, yeah, that's how they spell Peachy. So check that out. Uh, next, we got the artist Motakun. Motaku-kun. They released a peeker of Sukuna in his bright popping color style. So if you guys are fans of that artist, definitely check this one out because it's pretty sweet. Uh, next, we got Zombie Makeout Club. They just announced that everything in their online store will be leaving May 31st. So if, you want, if you've been wanting to get something from them for a while, make sure to get it before they take it out of the shop. Uh, next, we got Fake Nerd. They're having a big-ass spring sale. Like, they advertise it as 
big ass spring sale. So, so far what I know is 20% off all of the SV2 hoodies, all stickers and accessories on sale, etc, etc. And the sale actually ends tomorrow by the time you guys are listening to the podcast. So make sure to get your orders in ASAP. Next, we got Hellsent. They released new air fresheners and a small amount of stickers and accessories yesterday. We didn't actually get to see the design since, you know, we record ahead of time. Um, but one of them is a girl with stockings and, you know, she's like in this very like lewd position. So if you want to see that dingling on your mirror, definitely hit up Hellsent for that one. Uh, next, we got Digital Monster. They were previewing their new Mewtwo. And they're like popping colorful design in either a black or a white shirt. So they're planning on releasing it, but they don't know when exactly. So stay tuned for that one. Uh, next, we got Anime Bay. They are featuring their Sad Boys Academy tee from the Drop 7.5 Summer Capsule. So the drop will actually be happening on June 3rd. So you at least you guys got some time, you know, to save up the monies, you know, so you can buy the t-shirt and shit. So yeah, wait for that one. Uh, next, we got Toshiki Girl. They've been featuring their Eternal Suffering Collection, which so far it seems like a shirt, a button-up shirt, and a side bag. I think um, it will actually be dropping this May 28th. So definitely get your money ready for this one. So far, it seems very cute. Um, and these are kind of interesting news that actually came up in my feed, which is interesting. So Dim Mac, if you guys are familiar with Dim Mac, it's the recording label for um, Steve Aoki. So he they're having a collab with Powerpuff Girls to create a hoodie where it features like all three girls on the sleeves front and on the back it says dimac so i don't know it's it's really interesting so all the designs are actually different like how they're laid out all the girls are laid out but i'm just surprised that this collaboration even happened like i just had to say it i don't know but this last one is probably the most exciting news. Not even related to clothing, but it's related to an artist who does clothes. So Jun Inagawa, if you guys are familiar with him, he does a lot of artwork. A lot of very like freehand artwork in Japan. Um, yeah, he's an artist, clothing designer. He's working on an anime project called Magical Girl Destroyers. And I, I've always been a fan of, of his work. So I'm very excited to see what this anime project is. So stay tuned for that one. But yeah, that ends uh, this week's announcements for clothing brands and artists and stuff. I am. I might have to check out um, Dimac and also uh, which one was it? Um, Peachy Shop because I I might have to check out that jacket. It's a pretty dope jacket, dude. It's like um, a, here here. I will yeah, send you. it to me. Yeah, send it send it to me through uh, Instagram. Oh, I was gonna send it through Discord actually. Oh, go ahead then. Um, <laughs> although I did just buy another jacket because, um, who did I get it from? <gasps> I oh, forgot wow, the name of the store. For, I forgot so the it's name on of sale the for seventy five dollars. Oh wow! But I forgot yeah, the name of the 150. store. But um. They do a lot of Sailor Moon stuff. Um, Kenfold. Yes, it's Kenfold. Kenfold there you go, owns guys. Me. Kenfold Make Loki you. owns me. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> if, if you guys are um, familiar with Kenfold, um, definitely check out their Sailor Moon merch. Very good. Uh, anyway, um, I'm trying to remember 
who it was, the name of the store, because, oh, it was ABG Research Club. That is true, huh? I didn't even think yeah. about that. They kind of do. Yeah, so they uh, re-released their the, their the, Anorak, the right? The, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I skipped out on the first one because I was like, I want it, but I don't have enough, like, clothing to match the teal but it's super cute but they released a black variant where it's pink on top and the bottom half where the teal was it's black instead yeah yeah i like that one yeah so i picked that up and i also uh picked up a reversible sailor moon uh bucket hat and i picked up a couple of the license plate covers i picked up the dark lady one and their um sailor mars one Damn. Ball out, Nikki. Ball out. Shh, don't remind me. Ball out, Nikki. Ball out. You're being too loud. I don't need Ball to be out, Nikki. Ball out. Ah, ball out, Nikki. <laughs> don't worry. I, I kind of just bought stuff too, so you're, 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 you're not the only one. <laughs> Loki, I, I really want to get um one of the, the Sailor moon girls also like you know one of their stickers either Mm -hmm. drinking boba or drinking soju but i'm leaning more towards uh the drinking soju you have to because you know we're alcoholics just kidding we're not alcoholics we're not alcoholics i don't drink that often i don't drink often enough to to be considered an alcoholic swatch when we go when we have the next con <laughs> everyone's gonna be everyone's gonna be so fucked up. Everyone's gonna be bro, so can you trash. Imagine, bro, can you imagine <laughs> the first anime expo? Dude, I can imagine everyone's just gonna be like, bro, I, I'm I I miss you so much, dude. Like I I, I mean, I'm, and it's like you're just hugging. I feel like it's like, I feel bro, like it's either gonna bro. go one of two ways. I feel like everyone's gonna be a lot more or like. There's going to be a lot more people just, like, really, really, like, more aware of their surroundings and, like... Yeah, I could see that. And they're they're going to be, like, hyper-aware because, let's be honest, this past year was very traumatizing for everyone. Everyone. Yeah. And, um, or there's just going to be a very excessive amount of, uh, like... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the only word I can think of is uh, all, all the bros kissing skinship. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of like low key, very high key gay moments, which is oh. okay because oh we're yeah, all, oh we're yeah, we're all a little gay. It's okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All for the bros, dude. You gotta be kissing the homies, right? You gotta kiss the homies goodnight. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But anyway, but, uh, let's, before, let's yeah, wrap this, up this episode. This podcast gets weird. Um, That was the <laughs> end of this week's episode. So if you guys enjoyed it, make sure to give us a five-star rating wherever you guys are listening to it on. And if you happen to listen to us on Spotify, then give us a follow so that you're up to date on all of our podcasts. We'll be trying to keep these podcasts released on a weekly basis, so you should be getting a new one every Saturday. And feel free to follow us on all of our social medias to stay up to date. Um, you can find us on Instagram at the Life of a Weeb Podcast, Twitter, The Life of a Weeb, Facebook, The Life of a Weeb, and you can email us your stories or any news 
or articles you want us to talk about or cover at thelifeofaweeb at gmail.com. So send those over to us, please. Um, and if you want to follow us on our personals, you can find me on Instagram at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I-G-X-9-5. And Tommy? I think mine is still the same. So T-O-M-M-Y underscore E-E-E-E-K-1-3. So thank you guys for listening to our podcast and catch you guys on the next one. Laters. Bye.